0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Financial Aid Podcast Believes College Football Betting Podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein. Appreciate everyone downloading, subscribing, rating, reviewing. Love to hear from people about what they think of the podcast. It's always fun. Always fun to hear feedback from bettors and uh, from people who listen just to see what we can improve on, do better. I can only make the bets so good. Unfortunately, can't do much to improve that, improve the play in the field. But uh, everything else surrounding it, love to hear back on everything uh, with that surrounding the podcast. We're in about uh, about a month now, a little over a month and a half with the Financial Aid Podcast. So appreciate new listeners, old listeners, uh, whoever you are, keeping tuned in with the pod. All right, on to week seven already through six weeks been kind of crazy to be quite honest uh it's been a fast fast six weeks and the show's been doing well we're now sitting at about a 52 percent win rate would love for it to be a little better didn't have a good week last week but that means this week we're turning the boat around we're turning our luck around we're gonna go back and we're gonna be in the green for this weekend in college football with that being said though i don't super love the slate for this weekend It's going to be an amazingly fun slate, and that's the problem here. This is going to be one of the more fun college football Saturdays that we have had in quite a while. We have five or six ranked matchups, some fun teams, some exciting teams that go all the way through the day from 11 a.m. all the way to 11 p.m. So I'm going to be on my couch. I'm going to be watching the entire day because the college football experience this Saturday is one you can't miss. But it's time to pick our spots and, and be a little bit more choosy with what we have for this weekend. I don't have any five-star plays. I don't even know if I have a four-star play. If I have a four-star play, I'm going to make that decision at the last second. Because, again, I don't super love, super love it. This slate, in terms of betting, the numbers I feel are pretty good. But let's try to wade through all the noise. Let's try to get to the good picks. I got three touchdown or more favorite picks. That's... That's where I start to not feel super great about this, but but let's do it. Let's get the confidence up. Let's make some of these picks. Let's go with the first three-star pick of the weekend. That's going to be Michigan minus seven against Penn State. At home, they're in the big house. They're in Ann Arbor, and this is a really good Michigan team. This is a Michigan team whose offense has uh, suddenly become very dynamic. They can run the ball really well, as we know. Blake Corum has become uh, one of the premier running backs, not only in the Big Ten, but in the nation. And J.J. McCarthy, for his worth, He's been good. He struggled a little bit against Indiana, at least in that first half. He threw his first interception of the season, got that out of the way, which I honestly think is pretty important. You get that out of the way in a loss. It's in the back of your mind, right? You're going into games and people are talking about how you've never thrown in an interception and you start thinking and you overthink it. Finally, you do. You get that out of the way. He comes into this game, not a burden to be had. Against a really good Penn State defense, and I have another pick for the group chat play of the weekend, which we'll get to in a second, which, you know, if you put them together, you're really going to be sweating. You really are. But I, I think Michigan can win this game. I think they can win by eight or nine points. This, this is a game for Michigan to lose, to be quite honest. They're in the driver's seat. They're playing a Penn State team, sure, good defensively, and they're going to get their stops on Michigan. They really will. It might be even a dirty first half, slogging, running, Tough O-line, tough D-line on both sides of the football. I think Michigan can come live in the second half and finally beat Penn State. They've been a second-half team. They've been a great first-half team scoring-wise, at least to start the season. Slowed down a little bit as the season has progressed. But the second half is where they really wake up. Saw it against Maryland. Saw it against Indiana. And Penn State's going to be one of the more tough teams that they have faced all season long, but I think the script is going to follow the same thing that we have seen in the past couple of games. Michigan's going to run the ball. We know that. They're a really good running team, and I think eventually that running is going to wear down the Penn State defense. Michigan's going to take advantage, and they're going to be able to win by at least a score here. Second three-star play of the weekend. Let's go to the SEC. Let's go to Bama. Let's go to Tennessee, actually, Knoxville. But let's go with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Minus seven. Bryce Young's going to be back. Going to be back. Going to be fully healthy. And again, I loved Alabama first half last week. We weren't 100% sure Bryce Young was going to play, but I still liked it. It was the wrong call, but Bryce Young is back. The former Heisman football candidate and winner, candidate this year, is back with the Alabama Crimson Tide, which means we have to back Alabama again. Tennessee's going to be the toughest opponent. The Crimson Tide has faced all season long. There's no doubt about that, but Tennessee's never faced a team like Alabama before. They've never faced a team with the defensive line ability of the Crimson Tide this season. I'd argue Alabama's a bit of an underrated defense this year. People haven't been talking about them in the same defenses of old that we have seen Alabama in recent years, in the last decade, where, oh, their defense is the best in the nation, maybe best historically historically. Now, this defense isn't on the level of those defenses, but it's good. The statistics line up, top 10 in a lot of categories. I think Hendon Hooker in, in a fast-paced Tennessee offense, I think Nick Saban is going to be able to prepare for that to the adequate level. Alabama minus 7. Don't love them at minus 7.5, but right now as I'm looking at the lines, Crimson Tide are favored by a touchdown, and I think that's the correct line, and that's the line that I would play it at. Seven-and-a-half might be a little too much. Might be a little too much. I don't know if this line goes back down to six-and-a-half, but seven is where I like it. If it goes down to six-and-a-half, I love it. So that's why it's only a three-star play. Tennessee has been impressive, and 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 I bet them last week against LSU. Everyone in my office, everyone who I work with, talked about Tennessee minus two-and-a-half, Tennessee minus three, and they absolutely blew the doors off LSU in, in a great game. Now, you want to take a deeper dive into that game? Oh, well. Tennessee was able to get a first first kickoff right out of the gate. Fumble recovery at LSU. A couple other mishaps by the Tigers. It was a good win by Tennessee. Was it convincing enough for me to think they could upset Alabama? Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. So I'm going to go Alabama minus seven for this one. Michigan minus seven as well for a three-star play. And you know what? I had another three-star play, but let's make it a four-star play because why not? Life is short. Let's put a little bit more money on this. It's going to be Wisconsin. We're going to go with the Badgers. Minus seven and a half at Michigan State in East Lansing. New head coach Jim Leonard taking over for fired Paul Crist. I do like Paul Crist. I think he kind of looked like that quintessential uh, college coach wearing the sweater all the time. Sweatshirt just said Badgers across the front. I, I like Paul Crist. I liked what he did to the program. He put the program where it is today, but they needed to move on. Offense was lethargic, apathetic. Fans were getting restless. The team just looked bad. So they fire Paul Chris. They bring in Jim Leonard, guy who was with the team before. And wouldn't you know, come out, Graham Mertz, career high. Career high, 299 passing yards against Northwestern. Now it is Northwestern, I grant you that. But again, it's a career high for Graham Mertz. Not the first time he's played Northwestern or a bad team and he still hadn't thrown for 299 yards up until last Saturday. The offense looked better. It looks like a weight had been lifted off their shoulders. They looked like they had more space to move, more space to maneuver. Play calling was a lot better. I think the team now is in a better place than they were when they were under Paul Crist, at least this season. I really like Wisconsin. They're minus seven against Michigan State. And you want to talk about Sparty, man. Ooh, they are not great. Secondary still has issues. That defense is still bad. The offensive line is bad. It has massive holes. Peyton Thorne is always on the run. He's always under pressure. I, I just don't trust anything that has to do with Michigan State at this point. I really don't. And we're getting that extra hook for Wisconsin. That might come back to bite us in the butt. But I will still take Wisconsin minus 7.5 as my four-star play. Let's go Badgers. Let's go Bucky. Love them. A couple more plays. We have a gut pick play of the week. Don't have too much to explain this bet. Really just a gut pick. And we're going to go deep, deep. This is a deep track of a college football pick. Let's go Charlotte under 19 and a half points against UAB. UAB is almost a 24 point favorite in this game against Charlotte. The game is at UAB and UAB's defense is incredibly good this season. They're not, you know, a top 10 defense but they're a top 25 defense this season. They're 27th in opponents points per play. They only give up 21 points a game. And as a 24 point favorite against Charlotte, they're going to be able to get the job done, I think. Charlotte gets 19 points. Charlotte gets 19, we win the bet. Not 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 your favorite pick of the week, not the best play, not the play you feel good about. I don't even know if it's a play that you'll watch. It's going to be on stadium, little plug there, but uh 21 points per game is what the UAB defense has been given up. And we need under 19 and a half from Charlotte. I think it can be done. It's a gut pick. Don't have a ton of numbers behind it, but I'll stick with it. So that's the gut pick pick of the week. Group chat play of the weekend. The bet to uh, text your friends, text your buddies, text your parents, whoever you bet with, your uncles, your aunts. Let's go back to that Michigan game against Penn State. Now this is kind of where the plays uh, clash just a little bit. But I'm going to go Michigan-Penn State under 52.5. And usually if you like a favorite in the game, you really don't want to pick a under, especially when it's a semi-large favorite. Uh, You really don't want to pick the under. You just want as much points scored as you can so the favorite can win by as much as they can. So they, they clash a little bit, and I would suggest picking the favorite of whichever one you have. If you want to really be sweating, tight clencher for the entire three hours, you can do both. But Michigan-Penn State under 52-and-a-half, and And it's simple. Both these teams' defense are are fantastic. Top 10 defenses in points per game. Penn State, I think, gives up 14 a game, and and Michigan gives up 11. It's just simply two of the better defenses in the country. Michigan plays slow-paced as well, or they can play slow-paced if needed. They run the ball a lot, which is going to run some clock, and I'd imagine they're going to run a lot against Penn State. So you have a slow pace with Michigan. Michigan, I'm guessing, and I'm predicting with their minus seven, is going to give Penn State some issues when they have the ball. I, I'm not sure if Penn State's O-line will be sufficient enough to stop this Michigan D-line consistently. So if Michigan's going to be pressuring Penn State on offense and they're going to be struggling against the Penn State defense or even just running the ball, trying to trying to stay away from J.J. McCarthy throwing any turnovers, we're going to get a bit of a lower scoring game. And, and this total has been bet up, in fact, uh, 49.5, 50.5, I believe, is, is kind of the area that it opened. It's been bet up a couple points, now to 52.5. I, I, don't, I don't know if it gets any higher, so I would say at this point, take advantage of the market being at its highest, and we go way under. Under 52.5 is the group chat play of the weekend. So those are the picks. Truly not a lot. And, I, you know, I like the gut pick. I think that's going to be a fun gut pick because you're just rooting for the under. You're rooting for no points at all from Charlotte. I do like Wisconsin. That's the four-star play. Some three-star plays. We've got uh, Michigan minus seven, Alabama minus seven as well. And, of course, group chat play, Michigan-Penn State under 52.5. Get the squad. Get the boys. Start rooting for a bit of an under. Not the most fun thing you can do, but when it pays off, you feel really good. feel really smart. So let's hope that pays off. Appreciate everyone listening. We'll be back next week. Looking at some more line movement, I think, next week. Uh, Didn't super love Slate this week in terms of betting lines, which means probably next week we're going to go a little crazy. Go a little crazy with it. Why not? Up and down, up and down. That's how betting goes. Might as well. I'll see everyone next week. Good luck.